You're listening to Love Your City. It's a Movement Australia podcast. We believe that communities can be transformed as a unified church in every city or town lives and proclaims the gospel into every sphere of society. We'll tell stories from where this is already happening. We'll dig into the Bible to better understand God's heart for cities and towns. And we'll discuss practical strategies. Because no matter where you live, a gospel movement can happen. First of all, Juliet, tell me what is Eva's Place? Eva's Place. The full name is Eva's Place Pregnancy and Early Parenting Support Incorporated. And we are a not-for-profit Christian agency who works in the community assisting women who find themselves in challenging or unexpected pregnancy situations. And we work with them from the earliest days of pregnancy right up until baby is one year old. Wonderful. And now, Juliet, you're the the founder of Eva's Place and the CEO. Is that your current? Executive officer. Executive officer of Eva's Place. Can you tell me how Eva's Place came into being? I had been involved in uh, other work and kept hearing the mantra, if women are going to be encouraged to continue their pregnancies, then they're going to need support. And this was being said around me lots in lots of different ways by different people. And I just kept agreeing with it. Yes, 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 that's true. And then one day when my husband Rodney and I were in just our own Bible study group, our own life group from our church, Somehow with the study material that we were using, God just really impacted me that we should be the ones to take this step to begin a pregnancy centre here in Toowoomba. And that was such a shock. And it took me many months to get used to the idea. (laughs) I was going to ask, when you felt this prompting, was it an immediate, yes, I want to do that, I'm going to do that, or... Like you said, it was a process that took months before you came around to, okay, yep, we've got to take responsibility on this. Yeah, well, we we started very tentatively moving forward in that direction, but it took about four months before I gained enough confidence to actually step out and, and do something about it. And initially we gathered a team around us and people caught the vision. And with a group of eight people, we worked for about 22 months from getting that group together to seeing the opening of Eva's Place. Hmm. And then walking up here today, I'd never been to Eva's Place here in Toowoomba before, but we've got multiple rooms, um, volunteers walking around, uh, you know, it's obviously grown substantially since you started, what, about six years ago? Uh, seven and a half, actually. Seven, seven and a half years ago, mm, yeah. Okay. Eight years next month. Eight years next month, okay. <laughs> I lose track of time. Mm. So, the, yeah, there's obviously been substantial growth since, and you, you have, you know, centres not only in Toowoomba but in other parts of Queensland as well? Yes, that's right. And there has been a lot of growth. I could never have imagined what God would do just through starting something that was a small pregnancy centre. I thought we would just be here in Toowoomba and that would be it. But 
the vision captures people's hearts. They want to see women thrive as mothers. They want to see the, the horror of abortion uh, be minimised in the lives of women. And so people just love that idea and want to be involved. And so the, the work has grown here. Originally, we were open two days a week with just a very small team, less than 10 people. And now it's three days a week in Toowoomba plus Dolby, Kingaroy and about to open in Roma. And we have nearly 50 people involved in the organisation. And I'm just amazed at how it's grown mm. and give glory to God for, for how he's grown. And what I've discovered is that it's a, an issue that is really on the heart of God. He has such a heart for women and their babies mm. and... I think that's what comes through when people hear about Eva's place and then they want to sign up and be a part of it. Hmm. Now, this, the service that you provide here is completely free to the women and the families that come, isn't it? Yes, that's correct. So I'm imagining that fundraising is a big part of, you know, making this ministry work. How has your faith been stretched and grown uh, over the years as you've seen God provide to make this possible? Yeah, well, fundraising, is it's kind of yes and no. Uh, I try not to focus on it too much because I know that this is God's work and he will provide for it. And for the first five years, we did very little fundraising. And then since then, we've added a few more events to not only raise funds but raise awareness of the work so that more people can have the opportunity to contribute. But the, we're not government funded in any way. We are basically funded by regular and one-off donations from churches and the community and individuals and then from some fundraising events plus a few little grants on the way. What kind of women do you see and families do you see walk through the doors of Eva's place? Oh, all kinds of people, all kinds of people. Business women, people from lower socioeconomic areas, people who uh, are very broken in their lives, a lot of women who are experiencing or have experienced domestic violence and family abuse or those who have had very uh, troubled upbringings, maybe they've been brought up in the foster care system themselves. And so a wide variety of backgrounds of people. Is there a story that comes to mind when you think of, I'm sure you've seen many, many people come through the doors over the last nearly eight years. Uh, is there a particular story that comes to mind that inspires you, you know, about the work of Eva's Place when you think back? Yeah, well, one of the very early clients we had here at Eva's Place was a woman who was not from Australia originally, but she had come to Australia and married an Australian man and they had one child. She was in the position where her visa was running out and they needed over $7,000, it was at the time, to apply for a spousal visa so that she could remain in Australia with her husband and son. And then she discovered that she was pregnant for the second time and she came to Eva's place saying that she thought she wanted an abortion because if she had to leave Australia she couldn't bear to leave two children behind and so in her mind that was the solution for her problem and 
I asked her what she really needed and she said, well, I need the money for a spousal visa. And so I said, okay, just leave it with me and we'll see what happens and made an appointment for her to come back the following week. That was on a Friday. And then on the Saturday, there was a city women prayer meeting here in Toowoomba. And so I went to it. I was a regular attendee. I spoke about the work of Eva's place. And I said, hey, we've got this need for this woman. And can you pray that God would bring that seven and a half thousand dollars to us? And then on the Tuesday, which was the next day that we were open, one of the ladies from that prayer meeting came in with her checkbook and said, was that seven and a half thousand dollars? Wrote out the check and gave it to me. And that was just the most amazing thing. And such a witness to this young woman who uh, was from an orthodox faith background originally. So it opened up God conversations with her. And of course, she continued the pregnancy. And we had the joy of holding that little baby girl in our arms. And it was just such an amazing situation of how God brought things together so that this child could be born. That's fantastic. It's a great story. Mm. Great story. Is there anything like Eva's place in Toowoomba? Is there no. No, pregnancy help centres are really unique in the work that they do. And so there is an Australian affiliate agency called Pregnancy Help Australia, and they network pregnancy centres all across the country. And so in most capital cities and in most regional or in some regional areas in most states, there is a pregnancy centre that does this unique work, working specifically with women who are in challenging pregnancy situations. How do you think Toowoomba is a better place because Eva's place exists? Because we have a place where women can come who have nowhere else to turn. Just this morning, I've had a call from a very distraught mother saying her 21-year-old is pregnant and she's been to two doctors who have treated her so badly. And she said, will she be treated differently at Eva's place? And I said, yes, of course she will be. So being able to share that love and compassion of God with the women who come here is such a bonus. And there is really nowhere else where they can get this help. In addition, there are women who are at risk of having their child removed into the foster care system they are referred to Eva's Place. So we can work with these women and address the worries that the Department of Child Safety has so that these women can become the safe places, their homes can become the safe places for their children and then that they can retain custody of their child. And so that means that children are growing up in the homes of their biological parents, which of course is the best place for a child to be. So without Eva's Place, there there are few services or there's, there's nothing that does exactly what we do. And Toowoomba and our other towns are much better off because of pregnancy support. Mm. I love hearing the passion in your voice as you talk about Eva's Place, Juliet. It's obviously very close to your heart and uh, something that you uh, is more than just, it's obviously more than just a job. It's, this is a, a passion and a, mm. yeah, it drives you, um, yeah. Oh, it does. It's, um, yeah, it, uh, because we see the changed lives and 
I know we haven't spoken about volunteers yet, but even the, the lives of the volunteers are enriched through their work at Eva's Place. So it's just an amazing service mm. that touches so many lives. Well, let's talk about your volunteers. I think you mentioned earlier that uh, there's about 50 uh, volunteers. They're all Christians. Yes. I'm imagining they're mostly women. Or there's a, a variety. There's a variety. A variety of women and men. Women and men. Uh, but all Christians. Um, now, they, they come from a variety of churches and congregations. Uh, can you tell me about some of the sp spread of volunteers you've got in terms of the churches they attend? Sure. Well, we have Roman Catholics and then we have Protestants. And in the Protestant camp, we have so many varieties, Seventh-day Adventists and Lutherans and Pentecostals and Baptists and Church of Christ and Presbyterians. And I've probably left some out. <laughs> people from community churches, independent churches, people that attend home groups and not formal uh, traditional churches. So quite a variety. Big spread. Big spread. Big spread. How does that diverse group of volunteers, how does that impact on the operation of Eva's Place or does it impact on the operation of Eva's Place? I would say it doesn't impact negatively in any way. We leave our denominational hats at the door. It hardly ever comes up in conversation. And in fact, if you asked any volunteer which church the others go to, they would probably not be able to tell you. We don't go around wearing denominational badges on our clothes or speak about it in any way. We are focused on the, the big picture here, the mission of God to reach these women. And everybody has that, that love for the Lord. Everybody works together and puts the mission before their own personal doctrinal preferences. So there's never been, those theological differences have never hindered the mission of Eva's place? Not in any way. Not in any way. It's been remarkable. Mm. It's been remarkable. Do you think it would be possible for one congregation to sustain the work of Eva's Place? Could Eva's Place have grown to this point if it was just relying on one congregation to make it happen, do you think? I don't think so because we need so many different skills. I mean, perhaps in a really, really large church, it could potentially be possible, but then I think the expansion to other towns might be limited. Really, it's, it's taken all of the people from their different church backgrounds to come together to really make this work. Is there anything else that, as we've been talking, Juliet, that you'd like to add or say or contribute to this conversation? I'm just very thankful for the support of the Church of the City, for the organisations, the, the, um, the ministers group that have met together over the years for their prayer support, uh, for the City Women organisation, and I think without City Women having had that foundation in Toowoomba for many years before Eva's Place began, without that, it would have been much more difficult mm. to establish the work of Eva's Place mm. because City Women gave us a platform from which to launch, really. Mm. Mm. Juliet, thanks so much for making time uh, for us today to come to your wonderful facility and uh, to speak with us. Uh, Eva's Place is a fantastic ministry and 
is releasing the gospel, the peace of the gospel to uh, many women and families in Toowoomba and that's a fantastic thing. So uh, it's been great to hear a bit of that story today and we look forward to sharing it with um, with uh, those that follow us around the nation. Thanks so much. Great, thanks Evan.